the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for joining me. Hope that you're doing well. Crosswalk Colorado Springs is on Monday through Wednesday from 5 to 6. Hope that you're doing well, enjoying this great fall weather that we've been getting. I know I was a little disappointed about the Bronco game uh, last night. It was fun to watch, uh, but man, it came down to uh, the wire. Fun to see Russell Wilson start off as as a Bronco. My heart in hosting this show is to give you an opportunity to talk with a pastor, questions that you have about the Bible, things that are going on in your life, current events. Uh, We're ready to take your calls, 844-596-73, 844-500-WORD. Also, you can text me. It comes right to me. Live in studio today, the text-only number is 719-315-1726. Again, that text-only number is 719-315-1726. Love hearing from you. You really make the show with your questions and prayer requests. So as you're driving down the road, if you want to pull off to the side of the road, send me a text or give me a phone call. Are you home already for the evening? It would be great to hear from you. So let me give you those numbers one more time. 844-500-9673. That's the phone number, 844-500-WORD. Also, you can send me a text, 719-315-1726. I'm currently teaching through the Gospel of Luke at Rocky Mountain Calvary. I'm getting ready for this upcoming weekend's message. And I really like this section in Luke 4, and I hope that it provides you some encouragement. I know we're all looking for some encouragement in the days that we live in. Jesus comes to Nazareth, his hometown. It's the Sabbath day. He comes to the synagogue, and he reads out of Isaiah 61 this prophecy about himself, the prophecy about the Messiah. And he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recover of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So Jesus is empowered by the Spirit. He's anointed. This word anointed actually means Messiah. Messiah means anointed one. And it's this marvelous mission of Christ. Why did Jesus come to preach the gospel uh, to the poor. And the gospel is this, that we have a problem. We've got a sin problem. And Jesus came and he died for our sins and rose again to all who believe will be saved. And this message goes out to the poor, not necessarily the economically poor, though that's true, but to, to all that are poor in spirit, 
all those that realize that their need for a Savior. As you look at the ministry of Christ, what he was all about was the gospel, fulfilling the gospel, preaching the gospel, and also the ministry of Christ to heal the brokenhearted. You might be suffering from a broken heart, and there's no one that understands your sorrow like Jesus. He knows exactly what you're going through, and he wants to heal that broken heart. He was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Bring that pain into you in your life to Christ and allow him to heal it. He also proclaims liberty to the captives. What holds us captive oftentimes is sin, and Jesus brings us forgiveness of sin, but also the power of sin is broken in our lives. I think of all of those images from World War II when the captives were set free and we're the captives and Christ sets us free. He gives sight to the blind physically, but also spiritually before knowing Christ. There's so many things that we didn't see, that we didn't know, that we didn't understand, and he gives us a sight and also liberty to the oppressed or the downtrodden and proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And we look forward to his uh, second coming. So, so thankful for Jesus. Uh, as you're driving down the road, just want to remind you that Jesus loves you, that he's with you. He died for your sins, gives you eternal life. If you don't know Christ, you can turn to him and trust him. He wants to heal your broken heart. Again, this is Crosswalk Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier. Would love to hear from you today if you've got a question about the Bible, things that you're reading. Also love talking about a real things. If there's some challenges in your life, this is a, a safe place to be able to call 844-596-73. Also, you can send me a text, 719-315-1726, 719-315-1726. want to give a shout out to an event that we're hosting as a radio station, 100.7 The Word. We'd like to invite pastors and first responders to an appreciation lunch October 20th. It's at the Flying W Ranch, beautiful setting. Lunch will be provided, guest speaker. So pastors, we'd love for you to come, but also police officers and first responders. We're so thankful for what you do. Last year was the first time that we joined the pastors and first responders and police officers, and it was awesome to have those two groups uh, together. So all you have to do is go to the website, thewordfm100.7.com, and you can get registered uh, for that event. You're listening to 100.7 The Word, Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Uh, The number to call is 844 59673 if you do have a question also you can send me a text a text is a great way to be part of today's show question about what's going on in your life also question about current events or things in the bible things that you're hearing 7193151726 one thing i like to do is to try to keep an eye on the news what's taking place with current events and to look at those things through a biblical lens, which I think is really important. And really, my heart as a pastor is is to try to bring the perspective from God's Word, because God's Word is going to set us free. So these are some things that uh, I picked up in the news the last few days. This is Kamala Harris states the Supreme Court is an activist court, pushes to end an archaic filibuster. So Vice President Kamala Harris on Friday said the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade 
has made her worried about the integrity of the Supreme Court. I think this is an activist court, quote unquote. Harris said in an interview with NBC Meet the Press, by overturning Roe, the Supreme Court has put the question of legality of abortion in the hands of individual state legislation and has essentially made it illegal in at least 22 states. The article goes on to talk about Harris wants to try to change the requirement for there to be 60 votes in the Senate, and she thinks that that's an archaic uh, rule for there to have to be 60 votes in the Senate for something uh, to pass. There's a couple of verses that come to mind in this when we're trying to to view this through a biblical lens. And the first is Micah 6.8, where God tells us what he requires of us to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. And, and part of justice, when you go back and you look at this decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, is legally, uh, justly, it, it held up for it to be overturned. And so for our vice president to come out and say that the Supreme Court is an activist court seems to be throwing out justice that God calls us to walk in. Also, something that's very applicable is Proverbs 22, verse 28, or it says, Do not remove the ancient landmarks which your fathers have uh, set. And so we have this ancient landmark where our country has been established where we have our constitution and we also have our Supreme Court and to try to throw that out or to call the Supreme Court an activist court seems to be removing the ancient uh, landmarks. Another news event that really caught uh, my attention and really has an application here in Colorado Springs Pentagon urges soldiers struggling to feed their families to apply for welfare. The Pentagon is recommending U.S. soldiers struggling with soaring food prices to apply for welfare in a move that underscores both low military pay and economic headwinds facing the nation as a whole. The recommendation came last month from Sergeant Major of the Army, Michael Griston and directs Army soldiers and families to apply for food stamps through Federal Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, known by the acronym of SNAP. Political Insider goes on to say, Food insecurity for troops is not a new problem, but the recent surge in inflation has put service members in a very tough situation. Billions and billions for Biden's Green New Deal and Ukraine, no money to feed our soldiers and families. So again, trying to to look through the lens of Scripture, does the Scripture have anything to say about this? Uh, 1 Timothy 5, verse 18 says, You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain, and the laborer is worthy of his wage. So stay with me. We're going to be heading to a break here in just a moment. We're going to talk more about your questions also things that are going on in current events. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for joining me and listening. Hope that you're doing well, that you know that the Lord loves you and that He is with you. 
have the joy at pastoring at RMC right at Austin Bluffs and Academy. We also have a campus out East and just love being part of this community in this city. It's it's a privilege to host Crosswalk uh, Colorado Springs. My heart in doing this show is really to talk with you, to give you an opportunity to text in. Sometimes we've got guests and sometimes we are live here in uh, studio today. I'm live in studio and want to hear from you. So if you've got a question, something you've been thinking about or a prayer request, Give me a call, 844-500-9673. Also, a text is a great way to be part of today's show. So write down this number, send me a text, 719-315-1726. Again, that's 719-315-1726. Let me know that you're, you're out there and you're listening. Speaking of uh, current events, right before the break, I was talking about that... Army Sergeant Major recommended that soldiers go on food stamps. Uh, This came out of uh, the Pentagon. And the scripture tells us that you shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain, that the laborer is worthy of its wages. And Paul quotes that uh, from the law in 1 Timothy 5, verse 18. And I have a huge heart for us to take care of our soldiers. I think I can speak of Colorado Springs and Southern Colorado. We love our military. We're so thankful for the sacrifices that you've made. I've also I've talked with uh, Army families that are really struggling uh, just to be able to make uh, arms ends meet. And I, I really think that this is something that we've got to look at to say... Our government on a federal level is spending all of this this money on all of these different areas, but are we taking care of our, our soldiers? And so we don't want to muzzle the ox, if you would. The laborer is worthy of his, his wages. Another story that caught my attention that I thought was worth mentioning this afternoon is uh, Brit- Britney Spears announced that she no longer believes in God. It says, God would not have allowed that to happen to me if God exists. I don't believe in God anymore because of the way my children and my family have treated me, Spears said toward the end of the profanity-laced recording. She says, there's nothing to believe in anymore. I'm an atheist, y'all, she concluded. What caught my attention about Britney Spears' uh, statement here is that Because of the way her family is treating her, she's deciding to no longer believe in God. And I think that this is something that happens to a lot of us, and it's an easy mistake to make, is we go, well, if people hurt me, then I'm not going to uh, trust God. But God has created us with free will. He's given each person the capacity to do good, to do evil, to believe in God, to reject God. And so sometimes we are on the receiving end of other people's sin. And sometimes they're on the receiving end of my sin. But we need to make sure that we don't look at people, but we look at Jesus. We look at God himself to decide if we're going to believe in him or not believe in him. And and maybe you can relate as you're driving down the road or listening to this uh, podcast as, as you're going, yeah, I've been looking at Jesus through the lens of people that have hurt me. And such a wonderful thing to be able to get into the Gospels, to get into God's Word, and to read it for yourself and look at who uh, Jesus is. I had a cool experience uh, today. Sometimes I go to the library to study and prepare for the weekend's message, and I was there today at the, at the library, 
and I'm sitting at my table, and it's got four chairs, but usually no one comes and sits at your table, and all of a sudden I feel this guy coming along my left shoulder, and he sits down right right at my table. Turns out to be a 21-year-old a young man who, who was homeless, and he plugs his phone into the, the charger where my computer was uh, plugged into, and we ended up having a really cool conversation about God and the things that he was struggling with, and he really opened up, and I was just encouraging him to get into God's Word and to read about Jesus, read the Gospels, read Matthew, Mark, uh, Luke, and John, and the truth will uh, set you free. And I hope for Britney Spears that she takes a look at Jesus uh, beyond uh, just what she's experienced from her family, and she would look at, at who God is. We're all sinners, but there's one who's perfected, and that is uh, Jesus Christ. So, so take a look at him uh, for sure. You know, as we talk about current events, it can be really easy to get overwhelmed. It can be really easy as a believer even to go into a dark place. And we want to be reminded that though things are difficult and there's a lot going on in the world and in our community, that God is on the throne, that he's good, that, that he is working. And in the midst of difficult times, God causes the church to grow stronger. We see that in the book of Acts where the church is persecuted but yet they grew stronger and really the message of God spread. We see that in countries currently in China and Iran, Afghanistan, the church is growing in the midst of incredible opposition. So God is on the move, even in the midst of of difficulties and the challenges uh, that we face in our lives, the, the challenges that we face in our country as well. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Just want to remind you that today's show does turn into a podcast If you go to Crosswalk Colorado Springs, anywhere that you find your podcasts, we've got some great episodes uh, from different guests that we've had that are all listed there. So appreciate you listening to the podcast and helping spread the word about uh, the podcast for sure. Today, live in studio, if you've got questions, I'd love to hear from you. You really make the show, so let me know that you're listening, that you're out there. Pick up your phone, send me a text, 719-315-1726, 719-315-1726. Also, you can give me a call. We're ready to take your calls, 844-500-9673, 844-500-9673. One of the things that I think is really important for the times that we live in is committing to a local church. I was taking some time to just look at Revelations uh, 2 and 3 today, preparing a teaching on what is church and what is the the church. And what struck me is you've got seven local churches. There's seven churches and seven cities in Asia Minor. And each one of those cities, each one of those churches had an attribute of Christ that was assigned to them. So God is represented through uh, his church, through his body of of believers in a unique way. And here in Colorado Springs, we've got a lot of awesome churches to be able to choose from, churches that love Jesus, that teach the word, that are committed to reaching our community, believers being in, in fellowship. And I know that there is a tendency through COVID to rely upon online services and online services are a blessing. We, we stream all of our services and have seen God do a, a powerful work uh, through that. 
But there's nothing like being in an in-person a service to be able to worship together, to study God's Word together, to be in fellowship, to go beyond that just congregational meeting, to being in a small group, uh, to serving, and your local church really does need you. So if it's been a while since uh, you've been in church, we want to invite you back uh, to church. Also, we want to encourage you to to commit to say, Lord, where would you have me? And I'm going to plant in this particular local church. I'm going to support the work financially, prayerfully, use my talents, and watch God work in a powerful way. But we definitely need uh, one another. We're told in the book of Hebrews, as we see the day approaching, to not forsake the fellowship together as a believer. So we're, we should be able to go, oh, we're getting closer to the second coming of, of Jesus Christ. So I want to make sure to not forsake uh, the assembly of the churches together. We'd love to have you at Rocky Mountain Calvary. We're Austin Bluffs and Academy, also in Ellicott. Our services are Saturday night at 6 and Sunday morning at 9 and 11. And we're studying the Gospel of Luke chapter by chapter and verse by verse. Stay with me. We're going to be looking at some more current events in the light of Scripture when we come back on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening, taking this journey with me. Hope that you're doing well, that you're not stuck in traffic here in the five to six hour would love to hear from you questions that you may have about the Bible or things that you're reading as you're trying to navigate these difficult times that we're living in, navigate also all of the things that are happening in the news. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking through? What are your questions? What's going on in your life? How do you need prayer? Where's your challenges in your marriage with your kids? Navigating singleness. All of it's open for discussion today. So give me a call, 844 844- 596-73-844-500 word also you can send me a text 719-315-1726 719-315-1726 how do you maintain hope in the midst of so much bad news that we're hearing how do you keep your eyes on Christ 719-315-1726 is the text a number Looking at some current events and just wanting to try to see them through a biblical perspective, I found this to be encouraging. Kendrick's life mark opens in the top 10, earns 97% audience score. It's undeniably moving. This is from ChristianHeadlines.com. Kendrick has made a a series of really great movies. This is his newest movie, uh, Life Mark. The faith-based adoption-themed movie, Life Mark, opened at number seven in the theaters over the weekend, making it the sixth straight time that a movie made by filmmaking brothers Alex and Stephen Kendrick opened in the top ten. The film, which is in theaters for one week only through Thursday, that would be this Thursday, grossed an estimated $2.2 million to notch the seventh spot just ahead of number eight movie Beast. Lifemark finished even higher in pre-theater averages at number three. On the popular website RottenTomatoes.com, it received an impressive score of 97%, and the movie is about adoption. So if you're looking something to do uh, tonight, 
take that opportunity to go and watch uh, this movie by the Kendrick Brothers, Life Mark. I don't think that you will regret it. So that was encouraging to me. Also, with some encouraging news uh, to come uh, to you is Amazing Grace. We have been singing it for 250 years. So that's pretty cool to, to think about the song Amazing Grace has been sung the hymn now for 250 uh, years. Think about all of the generations that have sung Amazing Grace. And it makes me think of Psalms 90, uh, where it declares that God's faithfulness is throughout all uh, the generations. Psalms 90 verse 1 says, Lord, you've been our dwelling place in all generations, the generations that have sung Amazing Grace. So I just want to Read the lyrics to Amazing Grace. I'm not going to sing it for you. I'm going to save you the pain and save me the embarrassment. But the words Amazing Grace from the hymn, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I've already come. This grace that brought me safe thus far and grace will lead me home. When we've been here 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. It was the grace of God that brought me uh, to the Lord. I grew up in a Christian home, but all I really heard was the rules and regulations. It wasn't anybody's fault but my own, and I didn't want to yield myself uh, to those, those rules. But what I missed was the relationship. I came to a really empty point uh, in my life, as a freshman in high school, I played a lot of basketball. I thought if I made the varsity team that I would be totally satisfied and fulfilled. And I accomplished that goal as a freshman, made the varsity basketball team, and thought the girls would want to date me, and they still didn't want to date me. They were impressed with the fact that I was a varsity basketball player. And I cried out to God and asked that God would reveal himself uh, to me. I had a youth pastor that asked us to write down a couple things we wanted God to do in our lives on New Year's Eve, put our address on the front of the envelope, and he would mail it to us a year later. And I put down, number one, that I wanted God to be closer to me than my brother. My brother is 22 months older and was very real in my life, but God wasn't real in uh, my life. And it was just four days later, I was coming home from the basketball gym And I saw some kids playing outside in the yard, and I felt God speak to my heart. It wasn't an audible voice, but just God impressing on my heart, still small voice, Eric, while you've wanted nothing to do with me, I've wanted everything to do with you. And I didn't know it at the time, but that's Romans 5.8. But God demonstrated his love towards us, and while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. And God won my heart with his unconditional love, with his grace, just like the famous hymn that we've been singing for 250 years. And I came into our home there in Southern Oregon. My parents were both home. I said, God loves me. God loves me. And that's something that I'd heard my whole life, but it really penetrated my heart, God's love for me. 
And the strangest thing happened is the next morning I woke up and I wanted to read God's word. Up until that point, it had simply been rules and regulations, and but I had my heart touched by the grace of God. So I want to remind you of God's grace that saves a wretch like me, saves a wretch like you, saves sinners like us. And God loved us enough to send his son to die for our sins. That's the gospel. That's the good news. We need it just as much this evening as the day that we came to know Christ our Savior. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, you can turn to the Lord, cry out to him, trust him for salvation. The Bible tells us whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And so that's the tremendous promise that God gives to us is is the grace of God. I think of Ephesians 2, uh, 8 and 9, that describes uh, the grace of God. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, not of works, lest anyone should boast. It's, it's the grace of God that brings salvation in our lives. Also in Colossians 2, verse 6, it says, As you have received Christ, so walk in him. So how did you receive Christ? Well, I received Christ by faith, receiving grace. And today we can have grace in our lives for the trials that we are going through. We trust Christ for salvation. We also want to trust him in the situations that we're going through. So may God just pour out a a fresh outpouring of his grace upon your heart and your life. And truly the Lord is gracious. So 250 years of God's people singing the amazing hymn, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, that saved a wretch like me. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Live in studio, would love to hear from you. If you've got questions, feel free to text me, prayer requests. If you're driving down the road, you're like, I need prayer. You're home for the evening. I need prayer. Here's the text number, 719-315-1726. Again, that text only number is 719-315-1726. Also, you can give me a call. We're ready to take your phone calls, 844-596-73, 844-596-73. If you're a pastor First responder, police officer, we'd like to invite you to an appreciation lunch October 20th at the Flying W Ranch. Just go to the Words website and register. Stay with me. We're going to head to a break and take a look at some more current events through a biblical perspective. Welcome back to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much uh, for joining me. From this 5 to 6 o'clock hour, we'll also be back with you uh, tomorrow. If you do have questions, I'd love to hear from you, 719-315-1726, or prayer requests. That's the text-only number, 719-315-1726. Also, you can give me a call, 844-596-73, Want to look at some current events that are taking place and look at them through a biblical perspective. This comes from Christian Headlines. Uh, Children's show Peppa Pig introduces lesbian polar bear into plot. The popular children's animated series Peppa Pig broke new ground last week by introducing lesbian couple 
into the plot when a friend of the main character showed the audience a picture of her two moms. Peppa Pig airs in the United Kingdom on Channel 5 and in the United States on Nick Jr. The series also has a popular YouTube channel with 28 million subscribers. The series, which features British accents, follows the adventures of young Piglet named Peppa and her mother, father, and younger brother. In the groundbreaking episode titled Families, one of Peppa's friends, Penny Polar Bear, shows the audience a photo of her family. I live with my mom and my other mommy, Penny says. One mom is a doctor and their other mommy cooks spaghetti. I love a spaghetti. The reason that I bring this uh, to your attention is for us as parents to just know what's being thrown at our kids. And God really wants us to teach our kids the knowledge of him and also his design for a sexuality, that God has created us male and female, that marriage is inside of the commitment between a man and a woman. So there's no doubt that our kids are going to be exposed to a different message in so many different ways and fashions. So we can't be afraid of the conversation and to be able to, to teach our kids, to be aware of, of what they're watching and listening to. And this message that's contrary to God's message on biblical sexuality is getting pushed on our kids at younger and younger uh, ages. And this uh, brings me into talking a bit about uh, Title IX. And I think this is really worth uh, taking a look at and and looking into uh, as uh, parents. Uh, Title IX is in the process of trying to, to be revised. And so they're trying to revise the, the Title IX Act. And I think the best resource for this is childparentsrights.org. So so write that down, childparentsrights.org. And on their homepage, you'll see Title IX and learn more, but it gives a great description on what these revisions of Title IX would do. So I'm reading from childparents.org. If the proposed changes to Title IX go through, it creates a new category of sexual dim- discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. The new rules will dramatically expand the scope of Title IX to include discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. They declare that preventing a student from participating in any school activity consistent with their gender identity subjects a student to harm on the basis of sex. Making make upholding biological reality a form of sexual harassment. So if Title IX gets revised to refer to someone by their biology instead of how they're identifying will be considered sexual harassment. The new regulations create a new form of sex-based harassment. Actions like using a child's given name and biological accurate pronouns instead of a preferred name and pronouns may be regarded as sex-based uh, harassment. Normalizing gender identity, ideology, harm children's health. The new regulations will promote gender identity ideology in our schools as mandating, encouraging students to believe that they can be born in the wrong body. Studies show that if not socially trans Position 61 to 98% of children will come to terms with their biological sex. 
but if transitioned, ch- children will be less likely to reconnect with their biological sex. Stay with me on this um, because one of the things that we see is it creates a head-on collision with parental rights is the school system, the public uh, school system, uh, will be able to educate your children in transgenderism without the parents' involvement or being notified. So again, this is childparents.org. It says the new regulations would require K-12 students to support socially transitional children to a different gender without requiring notice to parents. The involvement of medical professionals or legal documentations, these are life-altering decisions that are not qualified uh, to make. And so they can encourage and even transition your child without even the parents being notified. And this is this is absolutely wild. And this is all proposed in Title IX's uh, revision. So I'd encourage you to go search it out uh, for yourself uh, and understand that children belong to the Lord and are entrusted to their parents and they're not uh, products of the state. Our children do not uh, belong to uh, the state. So that's childparentsrights.org in regards to Title IX. I think every parent should uh, be looking at that. And then something else that I think is worthwhile to be able to see what's going on in the news. And again, I I just want to make you aware. I don't want you to be fearful. We always want to look at this through a biblical perspective. Paul writes to Timothy, who was pastoring during the time of the Roman Empire, and he says, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. But the Respect for Marriage Act has gone before the House of Representatives and has passed, and now it's going to the Senate, and it needs 60 votes to pass uh, the Senate to continue to move forward. So what is the Respect of Marriage Act? Well, it sounds good with this title, Respect of Marriage Act, but when you read it, when you go online and read it, it's not respecting God's definition of marriage. And God's the one who defines marriage at the very beginning in the first few chapters of Genesis, the gen- the marriage is between a man and a woman. So marriage is God's institution. So first, the Respect of Marriage Act would repel the Defense of Marriage Act, which defined marriage as between a man and a woman for the purpose of federal law. It enshrines marriage equality for federal laws. An individual is to be considered married if the marriage was valid in the state where it was performed and full faith and credit cannot be denied to any marriage between two individuals. So catch this. This is this is important uh, if this respect of marriage passes. Say you get married in a state that recognizes same-sex marriage, then then that marriage has to be accepted on a, a federal a level. So it's really a redefining of marriage that goes away from God's definition of marriage between a man and a woman. Now, I know that this is really controversial, and there's probably some listeners that, that don't agree with me, and I just want to let you know that my heart is to share God's message on sexuality. God created sex. It's a good idea from God's perspective, but when we use sex out of God's design, it is uh, destructive. And so, as a pastor and as a citizen, I want to see 
our hearts line up with God's definition of a sexuality. Now, having said all of this, I want you to hear this, that, that God loves you, that he died for our sin. He died for all sin, whether it's homosexual sin or heterosexual sin, and there's grace in Jesus Christ, and we want to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. So know that the Lord loves you. Thanks for listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Hope you have a great night. Have reached down and wiped our tears away, stepped in and saved the day. But once again, three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.